Bonjour, hi, I'm Pascal Auclair. I hope this talk supports you in your practice. J'espère que cet enseignement vous sera aidant. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed. Vous pouvez me soutenir en cliquant sur le bouton sous ma photo. Your support is greatly appreciated. Merci. And a few words about uh, practice now. So maybe I'll... Uh, sp- I'd like to define in words uh, a little bit what uh, mindfulness is or what is this uh, uh, this quality that is at the center of uh, this practice here during this uh, retreat. Um, talk about that quality itself and where where it's applied to what 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 it highlights or reveals and and so we're practicing uh, insight meditation we're doing vipassana uh, meditation uh, i know uh, from having uh, read your forms that a few of you have uh, practiced a lot in the goenka g uh, tradition which is one of the forms of vipassana and and this is uh, maybe another one there's many branches uh, many uh, different way that it unfolded and so in this practice uh, here uh, the the mindfulness that we're developing is uh, I'm also arriving on retreat I'm, I'm fine and I, I like to not prepare too much so it's more raw or spontaneous so what is uh, what is mindfulness it's uh, I think we could define it maybe as a high quality encounter with uh, a phenomenon of reality so uh, it's um, it's uh, a way that uh, we are invited to touch reality or to be touched by it I actually don't know how it works sometimes it seems to work in one way sometimes the other so we're either touching reality or being touched or allow allowing reality to touch us um, it's not conceptual uh, it's we're not conceiving of things we're not telling stories we're not uh, so it's not that field and one way that for me works the best to talk about this is uh the three kinds of understanding that there is in Buddhist uh, practices. One kind of understanding is through information, like now. There is three kinds of understanding. That's kind of an information. Oh, three kinds of under. What are the three kinds? So that's a way to understand the world. Information. We have a lot of this in our uh, in our lives. We are actually are renouncing some of it. The ritual we just did. So that's one kind of uh, way to understand the world, information. Another kind of uh, understanding is through reflection or contemplation. That's also conceptual because I'm thinking about stuff. Oh, three kinds of understanding. What does it mean in my life? Can I recognize this? You know, so you receive an information and you process it through thinking. 
So it might be recalling, oh, it's true, back in the day. You know, you hear about uh, something very Buddhist, I mean, very natural. You hear about impermanence. You could think about it, it's true. Things are impermanent, you know. I have I had health and then I lost it. Or there was somebody I was close to and now we're not close to each other anymore. And people die, you know. So there's a reflection, it's conceptual, I think about it. And it might also be uh, affective or emotional. So I, so I think and the thoughts might elicit uh, gratitude or fear or joy or... But still, it's a, it's a stories that are told huh, with words and images and symbols. In uh, mindfulness, in insight practice, vipassana, we're not in the first, we're not in the second, we're in the third. The third way to apprehend, maybe, the world, to understand it, to meet it, is uh, direct, directly experiencing it. So I'm not making things out of it. I'm not explaining it, analyzing it. I'm actually feeling it. I'm touching it. It's extremely experiential. So it's good for us to know this as we start this retreat, to agree on this. Oh, this is the highest value here. This is the high value, is to actually feel things. So it means feeling the temperature in the room, not thinking about it, it's a little too hot, you know. In the reflection, I could have opinions, preferences that I think about. I would prefer if it was a little bit uh, more chill, whatever the word is here, cool, you know. These are ideas about it, but what is the experience of the temperature in this room? What is the experience of the temperature in this room now? And now, you know. And later, when suddenly some, something might move, you know gets a little warmer, a draft uh, comes by. So to experience, so it, it is in the field of the silence that this happens, where we, we stay around. Often for us human beings, the way we've been trained, is we touch reality, and then we take off. So there's one moment of heat, and then gone. You know, oh, if they did that, I would do that. And so, in this practice here, we're trying to see if we can stay around, hang out with reality, be touched, and keep touching it. So, not going towards assumptions about it, discurring about it, if that's a word, uh, explaining, describing, narrating it. But this invitation again and again, and especially on the first day of the retreat, we're going to have to invite ourselves many times. You know, yes, I know you have a lot of opinions about it, a lot of things to say about this, and other things. Can we just be here? Can we feel the hands resting where they are right now, tingling, pulsating? Can we feel the air coming in, the expansion of the chest or belly? or its contraction. And for many of us, but many of us know this field, and we are willing to enter it and explore reality in this way. And for many of us, it's actually uh, not habitual. It's 
it's a little, even maybe a little uncomfortable or a little unclear what it is or why. Like it leads often to doubt. Like, okay, I've done it now for three seconds. <laughs> what else? You know, it's just something should be happening. I should be getting something here or getting somewhere. And actually, no, we're not going anywhere. We're just staying, staying, discovering. We really open the receptivity doors uh, wide so that uh, we can, over time, be touched in a different way by reality, understand it in a different way. And so this attention or presence, there's many words we could use for it, Mindfulness is one we use a lot, but presence is one that works well for me. You'll find your own. Careful attention, generous presence, attention, caring uh, presence, caring, what is Jack Confield using? Loving awareness, friendly awareness. So that kind of... Uh, presence as the particularity of not ju- the being judgmental. Many of you know that. So it's not preferring. You might have an experience of pref- preferring, like enjoying or not enjoying, but it's actually, uh, it's not judging. It's not thinking that this shouldn't happen, that something else should happen. It's actually interested in meeting what's happening. So it's not my opinion, again, about the heat is the experience of heat. It's not my opinion or my wish for the anxiety not to be there. It's the experience of contraction in the chest or hollowness or displeasure. So it has a something of intimacy. Huh? It's a word we use often. It's becoming intimate with reality. It's non. It's non-acquiring, non-coercive. Are words that I've heard. So it's not trying to acquire something. And we'll notice as we practice how sometimes we are paying attention in order to get spacious, get quiet, or joyful, or get rid of some something happening in the heart or body. Not mindfulness, not that quality of presence. That quality of presence which gets refined maybe with the years or the minutes of the retreat, is uh, it just wants to know. It just wants to fully experience what is there. Some of the things are pleasant. Some of the things are unpleasant. Some of the things, many of them, are neither pleasant nor unpleasant. So not acquiring kind of attention. It's a discovering, it's a curious attention. It allows the world to be and to be experienced. It's not telling the world what it is or should be. It's actually letting it speak in its language of the senses. So, at the ear door, the contact with the silence or vibrations or 
<clears throat> sounds. So that's the language of mindfulness, the language of vibration, or the language of uh, touch, expansion, contraction, heat, cold, hardness, softness, heaviness, lightness. I'm putting words to it, but it's to point to an experience. It's not, these are only words. It's a felt sense through the senses. Tastes. Here, during the following days, there'll be tastes that we'll be invited to experience. They're arising, their fullness and their evanescent nature, the disappearing nature. <coughs> Orange juice, rush, gone. Smells. And sight also. So here <clears throat> we'll become aware of seeing something that we don't usually do. Usually we see to get information or to acquire something. I'm looking, where is my cup so I can reach it? But here we're becoming aware, conscious that seeing is happening, that there is this particular kind of sensitivity that is happening now, it's alive. The touch of the hand, hands is one thing. It's particular, the heat or the weight or the energy in the hands. The hearing is another way to experience life. And sight, colors, shapes, brightness is another thing we're becoming aware of. Oh, sight is happening. Seeing is happening. <clears throat> so very, um, in a way, very primary, no? It's not like, what will I become? It's not so much that. It's touch is happening. Sight is happening. I tend to overlook it, to bypass it. The fact that there's this sensitivity happening now. So I'm invited here to become aware of this. <clears throat> so some of the instructions of the Buddha seems to be when you're sitting, know that you're sitting. Very primary, very unusual that we would actually be aware of sitting while <coughs> sitting. We sit mainly maybe for some of us to produce uh, scenarios of future events, future sitting. <laughs> when I'll sit later eating, when I'll sit later by the fire. When <laughs> and now we become aware of sitting. Sitting is happening. Or aware of standing, which is something you can always do in this room. Stand up if it becomes uh, uncomfortable or if you're falling asleep. So becoming aware of the posture we're in. That's the practice. 
experiencing it in real time while it's happening, allowing it to be felt. Our attention often is caught in stories, gone, lost, occupied, preoccupied. And now we bring our attention that goes a lot to storytelling. We see if our attention can be here, just aware of what's happening here now. So some of the radical teachings of the instructions of the Buddha, when she turns her head, she knows her head is turning. Whoa, far out. <laughs> when he extends his arm, he knows his arm is bending or extending. Very unusual for a human being to be fully aware of this. So that's the invitation here. Wow, sitting, (coughs) breathing is happening. Very, very immediate. And you might be hearing this and you don't know. There's so many things happening in my life. You You don't know. I have to find who I am. (laughs) Just feel your toes. Just feel your toes your hands. If the heart is broken, see if you can allow it to be like that. If it is light, see if it can be okay that it's like that. <coughs> so we're developing a sensitivity and at the same time a balance, equilibrium, stability. Can I be in the middle of life without falling in the abyss of endless thinking about more. Mm -hmm. And if I do, then is it possible to wake up to that? I was gone on the in the fiction of a certain more of the past or <laughs> the one that could be or could have been or will never be but should have been or whatever. So we're abandoning, abandoning these um, fascinations, delusions, obsessions, creations for life, to meet life. Shall we try a little bit? So you can do this sitting or standing if you want.
And so allowing, um, thinking of these three S's that um, maybe Daryl talks about sometimes, probably in a different order, but the S, the first S of silence. So the silence in the room, or maybe the inner silence, dropping a little bit here and there at least, the need to describe and explain, a plan, organize. So silence. An inviting stillness of the body, relative stillness, so that there can be a pacifying also happening inwardly. Calm inner stillness. And space to allow what is there to be there, in that vast field of consciousness, sensations to be felt, space for mind states or emotions to be there if they are. If the inner space can be friendly, that's always uh, useful, Make, makes things more fluid, benevolent uh, attitude, goodwill. befriending the moment, life, manifesting as it does, through tingling, a breath, through hearing,
Sometimes it's only natural. The mind will, the attention will drift, get caught, get lost. We'll become aware of this at some point and just see what is actually alive, what can be known directly, simply, what can be experienced. Touch of hands, belly rising and falling.
we get to discover how unknowingly or compulsively or habitually obsessively the mind uh, departs abandons uh, life happening now for its own creations fictions
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.